Hello and welcome to this bonus episode of Giants of the Faith, the podcast where we look at influential Christians from the past 2,000 years. My name is Robert Daniels and I'm the host of this show. Today we're finishing our five-part Luther Marathon with a bonus episode, Luther's Dirty Laundry. This episode will be brief, but I think it's important to talk about some of the seedier aspects of the man that so many, including myself, hold in high regard. The Bible tells us that none is perfect, and that's certainly true of Martin Luther. The most embarrassing thing for fans of the man is the way he wrote about Jews, especially in his later career. Early works of his support the Jews against their mistreatment by the Catholic Church, and he encourages treating them with Christian love so that they might be one to Christ. He acknowledges them as Jesus' people, and he denies their blame for Christ's crucifixion, but rather blames the sins of all. But, once he heard rumors, true or not, that Jews were converting Christians, he lost it. In 1543, he published a 65,000-word work, on the Jews and their lies in response. And in it, he went full-on anti-Semite. Luther saw Jews as rejected and deserted by God. He saw them as hopeless and unable or unwilling to accept the Messiah. And he thought that if God had deserted the Jews, why should Christians treat them with kindness? In On the Jews and Their Lies, he lays out seven sharp mercies that the princes of the day should give the Jewish people. Mercies because by them he hoped to save at least a few from the flames. Sharp you'll understand as I read you the abbreviated versions of them. So here are Luther's seven sharp mercies. First, to set fire to their synagogues or schools, and to bury and cover with dirt whatever will not burn, so that no man will ever again see a stone or cinder of them. This is to be done in honor of our Lord and of Christendom, so that God might see that we are Christians and do not condone or knowingly tolerate such public lying, cursing, and blaspheming of his son and of his Christians. Second, I advise that their houses also be razed and destroyed, for they pursue in them the same aims as in their synagogues. Third, I advise that all their prayer books and Talmudic writings, in which some idolatry, lies, cursing, and blasphemy are taught, be taken from them. Fourth, I advise that the rabbis be forbidden to teach henceforth on pain of loss of life and limb. Fifth, I advise that safe conduct on the highways be abolished completely for the Jews, for they have no business in the countryside, since they are not lords, officials, tradesmen, or the like. Let them stay at home. Sixth, I advise that usury be prohibited to them, and that all cash and treasure of silver and gold be taken from them and put aside for safekeeping. The reason for such a measure is that, as said above, they have no other means of earning a livelihood than usury, and by it they have stolen and robbed from us all they possess. And then finally, seventh, I commend putting a flail, an axe, a hoe, a spade, a distaff, or a spindle into the hands of young, strong Jews and Jewesses, and letting them earn their bread by the sweat of their brow, as was imposed on the children of Adam." You can see why I said this is embarrassing, not just to Christians, but what an embarrassment to Christ, whose gospel, as Romans 1.16 says, is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Some draw a line from Luther's writings to anti-Semite French philosophers of the 18th century to Hitler's Germany, and it's just shameful. Now, since this is a bonus episode, I feel free to share something unrelated to Luther's abhorrent treatment of the Jews. When doing my research for the last couple of episodes, 
I came across this fun tidbit that Luther wrote about actual dirty laundry. Diapers, in fact. Luther was very clear in his commendation that any work is good work, and he brought it down even to washing diapers. Of that, he wrote, Now you tell me, when a father goes ahead and washes diapers, or performs some other mean task for his child, and someone ridicules him as an effeminate fool, though that father is acting in the spirit just described, and in Christian faith, my dear fellow, you tell me, which of the two is most keenly ridiculing the other? God, with all his angels and creatures, is smiling, not because that father is washing diapers, but because he is doing so in Christian faith. Those who sneer at him and see only the task but not the faith are ridiculing God with all his creatures as the biggest fool on earth. Indeed, they are only ridiculing themselves. With all their cleverness, they are nothing but devil's fools. And on that brighter note, we'll close out this bonus episode about Luther's dirty laundry. Thanks for listening. Until next time, God bless. God bless.